you don't have to make yourself miserable to be successful. All the long nights and the maniac moments of genius yet success isn't about working hard. Plus, you will never feel truly satisfied by work until you are satisfied by life. So the question is, how do you take care of yourself and still make your work perform to expectation? What about the family front that's always begging for attention? If your work life is like juggling five balls at the same time, you are not alone. But you don't have to continue down that lane. It's time to separate personal life from work life and bring them both to a balance point. Stay here. We'll hand you the magic wand. Today, we'll be talking about growth strategy. Everyone wants to grow. I want to grow. I actually just went, um, I paid for a course um, last week. It was a whole day on a business growth workshop with Trisha Bees. So, growth strategy when it comes to work-life balance is knowing that you have to delegate. Delegation is number one. Delegation means that you have people you can tell, please help me do this, or you're paying them for that service. And you're also prioritizing to be somewhere that is more important. Giving authority, give authority, of course not authoritatively in the wrong way, control or duty to another person. It will lighten your load and strengthen your business as an employee or even within the organizations for your employers. You have to upgrade your culture of encouraging your team members to thrive, both personally and professionally. It, it helps you understand what motivates them. I know a multinational in a global multinational company in Nigeria who um, started something where they have an in-house coaching company. I think a lot of people have adapted to getting life coaches, in, you know, like consultants who come in to work with them on their personal issues because you cannot ignore that your employees are human beings and they have personal issues that they might need help with. When While your company is growing and they're dealing with deadlines, they're dealing with targets, they also have personal issues that might be affecting them and they're not able to even handle the job properly and also their personal problems back home. So it's important that organizations start to look for holistic ways confidential ways to hire life coaches as external consultants or bringing them in-house to be employed for the company so that employees have both support from the from the life coaching experience therapy and they're able to bounce back at work and handle their responsibilities at work effectively and both at home and, and at work you have to have and brush up your business skills by reading relevant guides at the start or end of every workday, whichever works for you. We have to introduce the reading culture in our companies. We have to find time either to set up a book club or to have, you know, like meetings where we review a book, send the book via PDF to your employees and tell them to review the book and come to the next week meeting and share what they have learned from the book before the next meeting that is really like making sure this happens within your organization so that they are also very knowledgeable about their industry and what it is that they want to achieve and they are inspired. You need to become a mentee and a mentor at the same time sometimes. When choosing a mentor, choose someone that is different from you and gain new perspective from the person. Also, when you're a mentor to someone under your wing, it will benefit you as well because 
the relationships are both beneficial, whichever way you like it. Finally, on growth strategy, be a maximalist and stick to it. Take positive advantage of all the relationships and make sure that the, the, the other people on the other side are also doing the same with you. That you're an all-round value bringer, if there's a word like that. You bring value to anywhere you walk into, that you're full of light, that you carry light. You're very positive. You're not driven by the politics that happens in the organizations because these are ways people get personality, um, they get a lot of slandering issues, they get um, assassinated, personality assassination and all of that happens. You know, when, when you're trying to grow an organization, you have to make sure that everyone feels like they're part of the team. Everyone sees the place as somewhere that they want to spend their time. And it's important to accept when some people don't see the future of your organization and have a plan on how to get new talent and train your talent. That's another growth strategy as well because you are not just going to grow only in money, you're going to grow with talent and grow with the right team. Another thing for growth strategy is also creating time for them to express themselves. Some companies, employees don't have any time to say what they think should be done when it comes to different kinds of projects. There are other ways that flexibility is also very important. When you're talking about growth strategy, flexibility is important, yes. Flexibility in how the project should be delivered. Like we all know in project management, we've started adapting to Agile and Scrum. There are, some companies are still using the old analog way of running projects. You know, you have to make sure that your employees are well trained and up to date with global standards. And that's all for today for Growth Strategy. Don't lose your life before it begins. Don't miss any episode of Work-Life Balance. It's the way to stay above everything else without losing touch with them. See you at the next one. Don't forget to tell someone only on Africa Business Radio.